Please subscribe to the Broken Battery Podcast on Facebook, Rumble, YouTube, or on Podbean. The following program contains spoilers, strong language, adult topics and ideas, which may not be suitable for children or people who are easily offended. All opinions on the show should be treated as such. Everybody out there, this is Travis from the Broken Battery Pop Culture Podcast. Welcoming you again to another edition of the Broken Battery Entertainment Pop Culture Podcast. Thank you for joining us. We are actually on location on the side of the road today, folks. <laughs> if you can't hear all the crickets and the cars going by, we've been displaced by Bunko. Yeah, that's right. You might ask what Bunko is. I'm not even fucking sure what Bunko is. I have no idea. I just know that one Wednesday every year, I can't do what I want. <laughs> it's like the bastard offspring of Yahtzee. It's like Yahtzee and Canasta like had a kid and like nobody wanted it. I don't even know what it is, man. It's I know I used to play it on like when I was a little kid on like New Year's and shit at my uncle's house. I remember you got to like match up numbers, but I, I haven't played it in forever. Yeah, there's like 12 women in there playing this game. Yes, I can hear by all the cackling. Yes. But we are poolside, just joking. We're not on the side of the road because we got kicked off the side of the road because we were distracting drivers. We're too awesome. Anyway. We're quite thank- a sight to see. <laughs> I am here along with my most gracious host and co-host, the one. The only Joseph. Hey, everybody. Yes, we are actually outside. I've never podcasted outside before. This is a nice, uh, this is actually a nice little change of pace. I mean, except for you might hear the occasional hobo wandering down the side of the road whispering, you know, to himself or whistling the Jiminy Cricket song from Pinocchio. And we actually have so many citronella candles out here right now that oh. it looks like we're about to fucking, you know, Worship Satan. Yeah, it does look like an occult ritual. I mean, if by some means you hear some kind of weird static and shit, don't listen to the podcast again. We don't want you getting dragged to hell as well. There you go. Anyway. What's this box do? <laughs> just don't say anything backwards, Joe, okay? okay. Um, so we are going to continue with Shared Universe Month, all right? Uh, we uh, are going to just look at as many Shared Universes as we think we deem fit because... It seems to be all the rage all of a sudden. I mean, at least in the last five, six years. So anyway, I am excited about this one, as I am excited with all of the topics we do, because I am a huge kaiju fan. I am an enormous giant monster movie fan. I'm always excited when one comes out, except for the last Pacific Rim movie. I, I couldn't get behind that. Uh, I watched it. Yeah, but the problem with Pacific Rim is, is like, like you watched the first one, right? Yeah. And well, the first one they're fighting those three, uh, those three monsters in um, it was it Hong Kong? It's always Hong Kong. It always has to be. It always has to be Hong. He's fight the fighting the three monsters in Hong Kong, and at the only at the end of the fight, he does what I call the Voltron move. He pulls the sword out. Now, he kills the one monster, like, right away with the sword. And I'm like, well, why didn't you lead with the fucking sword? Well, that's what I always said about Voltron, too. Yeah. It, was just, <laughs> it was always just like you had to get your ass kicked and then pull out the blazing sword. It's like you didn't earn it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. 
But anyway, yeah, we're, we're going to actually talk. We're, we're not talking about Voltron. We're not talking about Pacific Rim. We're going to talk about Legendary's MonsterVerse, which came about in, I think, 2012. 2014. Oh, was it 2014? Yep. Yes, with the release of Godzilla, which I really liked that movie. I thought it was pretty good. Oh, it was awesome. But then again, I am... I'm kind of partial to Godzilla. I grew up watching all the really old stuff, you know, before my time. They just bought it because my mom's like, this kid ain't watching fucking Barney. Right. Yeah, we're going to watch Godzilla. A and I real, a real looking dinosaur like Godzilla. <laughs> you know, because I mean, they never said he was a real dinosaur. They said he was a dinosaur mutated by radiation. Yeah, yeah, right. So this mutant dinosaur shaped my childhood. And now here I am sitting in a backyard uh, getting beaten, bitten by mosquitoes doing a you're podcast. Getting, you're getting bit? A little bit. I, one of the Cincinnati candles, the, the barrier broke down over here. So the invading army inter- infiltrated the circle. Yeah. But that's okay. The viewers out there, the battery pack's worth it. But we're going to go through <laughs> the MonsterVerse. Now, the MonsterVerse isn't as expansive as, say, the MCU or, or the DCEU. But it's... It's had a decent amount of movies that have all been interconnected, and they've all been choice. I cannot name a single movie that came out for the Legendary's MonsterVerse that has not been good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, they're, you know, Kong Skull Island really dug it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. King of Monsters, Godzilla vs. Kong. And, I mean, that's about it. <laughs> they're, you know, they're pretty solid. Oh, they're all solid. I got, I got, a, I got a couple of gripes about the Godzilla versus Kong. But, oh, yeah, but, but, but we'll cover that because that was the finale so far, but they are coming out with more movies. I know that much. They, they actually they've acknowledge that there's going to continue with the MonsterVerse. Yeah. But I want to do a spotlight real fast. All right, do it up. Okay, so if you have Netflix. Or Bunko. <laughs> we're not spotlighting Bunko. Oh, you're not going to spotlight Bunko? No, Bunko deposed us. Okay. <laughs> anyway... Uh, we are going to spotlight, if you haven't been watching the Netflix Transformers series, you need to, because they're on the third part of the series called Kingdom. If you are a Transformers fan, watch War for Cybertron. It is such a good, like, they just they built it into the mythos. It's ten times better than the Michael Bay movies. Oh. I mean, be careful. I we, mean, there be, you know, you, you have to, you know, if you're going to claim that and... You know, you can't be. As we're speaking, there is a transformer flying over. This over, is true. Overhead. I think we're getting zeroed in by Skywarp right there now. There you go. But no, uh, I mean, I I did find that it didn't have as many explosions as I'm used to. No, it didn't. And Optimus Prime didn't say his, that he was Optimus was Prime five times. There were, it was more than that. I I know. I was just trying to err on the side of caution on I that one. I think it had Joe. to be about eleven. <laughs> we're taking it to an eleven. It's an inner monologue. <laughs> I am Optimus Prime. Now, if you're are you narrating? No, I am not. No, <laughs> I'm telepathically speaking to you. <laughs> you know, because robots do that. That's right. Anywho. Check it out if you haven't seen it. If you're a Transformers fan, well worth your time. Um, but anyway, let's talk about the MonsterVerse. The godfather of the MonsterVerse is, of course, Godzilla. And if anybody thinks of giant movie monsters, they think of Godzilla. As much as us Americans would love it, people think, hey, King Kong, no, it's Godzilla. Good one for the Japanese. <laughs> they came yeah. up with a superior product when it came to giant monsters. Um, so... Godzilla came out in 2014, as you said, starring Brian Cranston yep. and 
Elizabeth Olson. Who I seem to believe that your sister-in-law is her stand-in in a lot of things. In a couple, couple just movies. A, a little, uh, just a little production called WandaVision. That's right. No big deal. She also did a calendar on a, uh, she did a, what was it, a lawnmower, a lawnmower calendar? Oh, yeah, yeah. She's, uh, <laughs> she's the Kubota, <laughs> Kubota lawn lady. Hey, that's great. Hey, she. You know what? She always shows up on the uh, lawn uh, wine guards flyer every year at the house. So N- nice. And we want to thank you. We know it's Tammy H, but I just like to call you Tammy O. It just sounds cooler. <laughs> um, anyway, maybe someday she'll listen. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Who knows? Who's hoping? Well, we keep sending her uh, like you know compressed packets with the show on it, and we don't know if she opens it, but that's okay. No. We'll still we'll keep on saying we have hey, to we send re- read receipts. Yeah. <laughs> We just we'll just keep on saying hey we know her, um, but anyway so Godzilla came out and needless to say it swerved you it's I think it's it swerved me because it is obviously set in Japan and they used the Fukushima um, power plant disaster as a backdrop for the movie which I thought was a great idea yeah I think it I think it worked out pretty well it worked very well and they introduced the common thread throughout all the movies the organization called Monarch now when you say Monarch I immediately think Venture Brothers and I think of the bad guy from the Venture Brothers for sure, for sure. but hey whatever I, I'll give a little shout out to the Venture Brothers that show did not get enough love when it was on Godzilla I know. We, we got the sound effects. We got him growling in the background, thanking us for doing such a good job talking you know, about him. When, when you know, when we say that, we had there were Brian Cranston, and then we had uh, Elizabeth Olsen in it. Now, I want to say, so Elizabeth Olsen's, uh, Elizabeth Olsen's, uh, like, love interest, you know, husband. Ford? Uh, yeah, Ford. You know, I'd have to say I, he's a very forgettable uh, for, forgettable guy. I was like, I, I have no idea what this guy's ever been in. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, he kind of looks like Donnie Darko. <laughs> Military Donnie, Donnie Darko, but I don't know anything else he's in. Yeah, no. I mean, I guess I could Google something, but... You could, but yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's a lot, of moisture, a lot of moisture out here. My mouse isn't working as good as it should. Well, that and you're really far away from your wireless router. <laughs> no, I got I got full bars, bro. Well, I'm just joking. Yeah. We yeah. got we got we got Wi-Fi here at poolside. Oh yeah. Um, just to say, I'm not trying to give away too much of the Coogan compound, but he has quite the impressive backyard. So Godzilla, they put him in a role as good guy, which was really funny because the first movie ever with Godzilla in it was back in the 50s, and he was a antagonist towards humanity. He wrecked Tokyo. I mean, but we're not really going to talk about the old Godzilla movies because we're talking about the MonsterVerse. Yeah, but you know, some at some point. At some point in those in those old Japanese ones, he kind of was like the savior. Yeah, he and, became a good guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they. I mean, they had to. I mean, yeah. And he, it, he was just in. He he was destroying the city in response, you know, to saving it. Right. You know? And I had to destroy it to save it. Right. But now, and seeing the MonsterVerse, they just started off with him being the good guy because everybody thought, watching it, I'm pretty sure I can't read other people's minds, but. In this, they all thought that inside that cocoon by the uh, by the nuclear power plant, say the, the shell, it really wasn't a cocoon. Right. And they're like, "Oh, that's Godzilla in there." And I'm like, "Well, why? I don't know. That doesn't make much sense." Um. Okay. So then out popped a fucking bug, <laughs> a yes. giant bug, a muto, a muto, and it was the cool design. And I'm glad it was a monster I never saw before. Yeah. 
It was uh, kind of praying mantis-ish. Yeah, I mean, I'm just going to show you my dorkness with uh, Godzilla. Godzilla on Monster Island, or son of Godzilla, had the praying mantises, and they were just straight up praying mantises. This thing was like a hybrid. Yeah. But anyway, and, and this movie, the only grape I have is they didn't show Godzilla much in this. I mean, but when they showed him, it was to good effect. Sure. But anyway, um, then you find out that with this Mudo showing up, that woke Godzilla up because in his role in this movie, in this entire MonsterVerse, he's the apex predator. Right. He's like, hey, man, you're standing on my dick. This is my territory. <laughs> Stay in line. And I don't know why I made him sound like a greaser, but whatever. <laughs> um, so anyway, Godzilla starts hunting the Mudo, and he hunts him to Hawaii. And it just happens to be upon the, like, the flight path of Ford. Ford's like, yeah, I'm going to go here. I'm going to go here. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, the giant bug showed up. <laughs> the yeah. Godzilla showed up. And then I'm going to go here. And then he wanted to get into the fight because, spoiler, Brian Cranston died early in the movie, yo. Yeah. Yeah, didn't see, didn't see that coming either. Right. I thought he was going to be the hero throughout it. Oh, and it also had the dude. Um, Did, didn't it, uh, Do you think he went? he died or he just went to sell meth? <laughs> He's like he hits his head and he becomes Walter White. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> Another great uh character actor in this is Ken Wanabe or well, I don't know his last name. It's Ken something. He was in a lot of um Ken Watanabe. Yeah, Ken Watanabe. He was in The Last Samurai starring a white guy. And uh he was also in um Batman Begins. He played fake Raza Ghoul. Well, that's right. And he was in Inception. If you watched all of Inception, <laughs> I think I watched Inception. I, uh, did you or did you not? I, I, I thought I did. But <laughs> anywho, uh, we go back to this uh, Godzilla, and he you find out there's not just one Mudo in the movie. There's two, and a, a male and a female. That's right. And the female, they're calling out to each other so that they can mate. Yes, and that. Obviously, that would end the human race because if you see in the movie, there's a shit ton of eggs. There's like a lot of fucking eggs in this. And, you know, Godzilla's like, not on my fucking watch. And he shows up and the battle happens in San Francisco. Well, right. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Well, you are getting ahead of yourself. And you do have to give some credit to the soldiers and actually Ford. Ford Brody. Ford Brody. Yeah. Who is Aaron Taylor Johnson. Okay. Or oh, was he in Kick-Ass? Was he the guy from Kick-Ass? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. Is he? I don't know. No. That's the the guy from Kick-Ass. Isn't he the same guy that plays he, Quicksilver? He was He was other Quicksilver, The yes. other Quicksilver. Yes. The one that couldn't, you know, outrun bullets. Yes, that, that guy. Yeah. So, I would say less fast Quicksilver. Yeah. Um... So yeah, so yeah, they um, they get the idea. Hey, these 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 creatures uh, love nuclear stuff. So let's uh, let's nuke them. <laughs> let's not, I, I don't I don't know. I mean I I don't know what what would happen because I'm not actually. See, well, I did. You do see later. It just in the never series. worked. It seemed like they were bringing out the nukes and just it just never freaking worked. No, it never worked. So Ken, uh, what what was his last name? Hmm? Ken. The, the, the professor, uh, the Japanese guy. Oh, Ken Watanabe. Ken Watanabe's character. Uh, Iro Sirizawa. Yeah, Mr. Dr. Sirizawa, who yes. was, I think he might have been named after the doctor from the original film. Um, comes to the conclusion, hey, let him fight. Godzilla's going to straighten it out. And guess what? It worked. Yeah. 
And, you know, and this movie was much needed after that god-awful Godzilla movie from the 90s. Uh, with Matthew Broderick. With Matthew Broderick and Hank Azaria. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like it. I try to ignore stuff I don't like, so, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. Something about a Godzilla that dies from getting hit by three missiles just, just does not work with me. They, they were, you know, they were the the Moabs. Mother yep, yep. of all bomb missiles. Sure. <laughs> so, anyway, Godzilla collapses after the fight with the Mudos after he killed both of them and using his badass uh, uh, fire bra, his radioactive breath, which looked ten times cooler in this movie. Yeah. I, I actually I did uh, I did appreciate the fact that like the they uh, they were trying to get the nuke and that it was on the boat and uh, and like he just kind of like he was knocked out and then he jumped back up and he just like opened up that Muto's mouth and just, just shot down his throat. Yeah. Oh my god! And that was then just awesome. tossed and then just tossed his. I'm done with you. <laughs> tossed his head down like with his little T-Rex arms. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Then he did he collapse. Yeah. Um, so and then at spoiler the, alert, he gets up at the end. He gets up at the end, and everybody's like, "Yay, he wrecked the city!" But he did it. He saved everybody. Woo! And he took off into the ocean like he always did back in the Japanese movies. Back in the and then the monsterverse decided to throw it out, throw everything on their head, and didn't release Kong Skull Island, which this movie was really good. Yeah, um, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was set like right at the end of Vietnam. Right. But it also had a callback to World War Two. Right. And it all involved um, Skull Island, which, if you don't follow the Kong mythos, it shows all the um, all the monsters. Like it's like where Kong's from, and it's basically a, a island that time forgot. Right. And they there was a guy, and it, they tied it into Godzilla because John Goodman's character's working for Monarch, that same organization. And at this time, they were going to get defunded because nobody believed in this shit. That's right. And. He manages to get they they find that the island which everybody had been talking about and he wanted to get a military escort to do some like checks and then he used the he used the atypical U.S. reasoning this the Russians are gonna find out about this and everybody's like okay here you go we'll give you some money to go here, check it here's, out here's some money here's some money Better go make do sure that the Russians don't get there first <laughs> I don't even care we don't even care if you go to Rio with this money just don't make sure the Russians don't find out about it so. And it's it's starring Samuel Jackson. It's got uh, a favorite of the show, uh, Tom Hiddleston, aka Loki. Yep. Um, John C. Riley. John C. Riley. Brie Larson. Oh yeah. Yep. That that chick. Um, and they go to Skull Island, and yeah, you know, Tom Hiddleston was like the tracker that they decided to bring on there for some reason, even though it was a bunch of military guys that were in the bush for like, <laughs> like for Vietnam. So yeah, but I mean, they weren't. Those were different kinds of trackers, man. This is oh, like, they were they were cavalry, right? They yeah. were helicopter pilots yeah. and shit. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I mean, the only gripe I have, so they go there and they start blowing up. Like, okay, mind you, Kong does nothing wrong in this entire fucking movie. Okay, a bunch of assholes show up on my island and start blowing shit up. I'm gonna get pissed too. Right. So the military gets there. They're setting off these seismic charges because they have a theory. And this is a theory that, that actually plays into the rest of the series as well. It's called the Hollow Earth theory. Right. That, that there's pockets of hollow um, crust in the, in, in the world, 
and these giant creatures live there, and they can move real fast in between spots on the map. So they wanted to prove it. Yeah, they can. Yeah. yeah so I mean, it, it was all right. A, a little thin to me, but whatever. It's 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 fiction, man. It, it no such thing as a giant ape destroying buildings as a fire breathing dinosaur. Sure. So anyway, yeah, are you, you, you are you trying to say that we need to uh, suspend our disbelief? suspend disbelief? Okay. Right. <laughs> done and done. Done and done. So they go, they go there, and you know Kong doesn't take kindly to this because he's like uh, he's what you call the apex on that island. Right. He might even be the apex of them all, but that gets settled later on in the uh, the shared universe. So he throws a fucking tree at one of the helicopters. Now, mind you, Joe, I- I'm I'm going to ask you a hypothetical here. Okay, say say you're flying along in a helicopter, right? Sure. And you see a giant primate, just enormous, throw a tree and it hits one of the other helicopters. What are you going to do? I'm probably going to, like, leave. I'm going to leave or I'm going to fly higher. <laughs> I'm going to, because helicopters can go up pretty high. All the helicopters decide to keep cruising at the same altitude and Kong pretty much wipes them fucking out. Yeah. Um, cool scene, but I'm pretty sure most people would probably fly higher, higher or, like, you know, Turn around. Are, are you trying to say that this is unrealistic? I, I'm i suspending disbelief. Okay, because right I, I thought that's what we were doing. That's what we are. Okay. Right. okay. I'm, I'm going to okay. point out the good okay. and the bad, man. Okay, Trev. Uh, so okay, Trev. <laughs> is the heat getting to you? No, it's, no, it's, it's the humidity. <laughs> it, it's a wet heat. Yeah. Um, so they go there and they decide, well, now the the story is all about these soldiers needing to get the fuck off this island that time forgot. Right, and, and that's a, that's when they run into John C. Riley, and he's all like, "You're gonna die." <laughs> he was he's great. like, "Everything here is trying to kill you." Yes, and, and they run into some really cool creature effects. There's these daddy long legs spiders that I mean, it's brutal deaths in some of these. Yeah, and you find out that Kong actually has a struggle going on this island. I guess these things called skull crawlers, yes. which are like lizards with no legs. Right, he got like a tail, and there's like a big one that he fights, and he, oh, you get you get treated to a giant monster fight, which I will never complain about. No, um, and Samuel Jackson's character's got a real hard on against Kong at this moment. Well, and yeah, I mean, he just destroyed like his, his whole battalion, fleet, his whole fleet of helicopters. <laughs> so. Yeah, so can't really blame him. Well, you can't blame Kong for fucking throwing you like I. It's like somebody wiping their shoes all over your nice white couch. Or, like, leaving your swimming trunks in the sink. <laughs> I didn't ruin anything. Oh, okay. It was in the sink. Kind of <laughs> ruined my night, dude. Did I? <laughs> no, but I took a picture of it. Yeah, it was funny. We might even post it yeah, up it was, on the uh, webpage. It was, <laughs> it was hilarious. Anywho, uh, we I are... Don't know um, why you fucking put them in my sink. You find out, because you're wet. <laughs> <laughs> you took them off in the bathroom. Yeah, I did, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, yeah. And you know what's in the bathroom? A sink. A bathtub. A bathtub. Yeah, a bathtub. I'm scared to go by that bathtub because apparently it breaks on a regular. No. Um, so they try to get off the island. And by the way, we failed to mention that John T. Riley was a was a pilot from World War II that got stranded on that island. And then just like learned to survive. He learned to survive, and there's a native uh, tribe there that built a uh, 200 mile high wall, and and then Kong protected them. And Kong protected them. And that's them. when they figured out that's when they figured out that, you know, Kong wasn't the bad guy. No. It was those 
things he called skull crawlers. And it was actually one of the funniest parts of the movie is like, because I call them skull crawlers. And everybody kind of just looked at John C. Riley where he's like, you know what? I never said that out loud. And I feel kind of stupid. And I wish I took it back. <laughs> Great movie. Yeah. I enjoyed it. And it foreshadowed other giants. They said like they showed uh, they showed an image of Mothra. They showed an image of uh, of Rodan. Right. Which, and if you don't know them, you know, look them up. I mean, they're Toho classic monsters, and they showed up in old Godzilla King, stuff and King, had their own movies. Uh, Ghidra. Oh, King Ghidorah, Monster Zero. Yeah, that's King, that's segueing right into Godzilla, King of the Monsters. And now here we go. Here we go. This is uh, this is divisive. I know a lot of people that don't like this movie, but I thought it was really choice. Monarch obviously has their budget fucking quadrupled ever since Godzilla wrecked San Francisco fighting the Mudos. That's right. And it, we're, we pick it up a couple of years after that happened. And, you know, um, who are the bad guys in Game of Thrones? Are you talking about the White Walkers? No, not the White Walkers. The Dick family with the oh, brother and sister. Like the, the Lannisters. Bang. The Lannisters. So, um, Tyrell Lannister, the dick, <laughs> runs this... Uh, Runs this organization that feels that mankind's gotten too big for his britches, and he wants to weaponize all the, all the uh, titans, as they call them. Well, you know, let me say that, you know, I think that, you know, he's probably got a pretty good idea on this whole thing. He does, because it opens up, the movie opens up with um, a doctor and Millie Bobby Brown, who's the daughter of said doctor. Yeah. Well, no, I was just talking about his idea about, you know, mankind got too big and these monsters should wipe it out. I mean, take a look around, man. There's, <laughs> there's like 330 million people in this country that just can't fucking get along. Oh, I know, dude. Just, so, just take I mean, care of the West Coast. I mean, <laughs> well, I don't know, man. So it opens up and you immediately are greeted with the sight of the larva form of Mothra, which right. Mothra is a great character. I just kept eating all the like rose bushes. It kept <laughs> and they're and they they you find out that they've actually discovered a way to kind of uh, communicate with the giant monsters, you know, right. with the titans. Yeah, they had a box. Yeah, and I call I call it the plot device. Yeah, <laughs> okay. So the plot, so they developed this plot device and box, plot device, box, box, and then guess what happens to that super secret uh, uh, base. It got destroyed? It got destroyed and attacked by those Ted terrorists led by the dickhead Lannister guy. Yeah, that's right. And uh, they steal the box, and they kidnap the doctor and her daughter. Uh, and, and you're kind of wondering, like, wow, they were really ginger with them when they just killed everybody else. So then it cuts to Monarch monitoring everything and... You, you you see find out that the doctor's estranged from her husband because of Godzilla. Godzilla's battle that happened years before in San Francisco caused the death of their youngest child. Right. It's good good tragic background. Sure. Really good. And um, so during all these shenanigans happening, the terrorist organization goes to the Arctic. Right. And they and they because they found out a a total badass monster according to Monarch's databases that not a lot of people knew about called Monster Zero. And it's King Ghidorah, which King Ghidorah has like always been considered Godzilla's arch enemy. It's a three-headed dragon that looks badass. It shoots lightning out of his breath, out of his mouth like its breath. And it flies and like in this movie, it actually causes like storms to happen and shit just by being there. Right. 
I thought that was a cool add-on. So guess what happens? They bust it loose thinking that, hey, it's going to wreck everything, and it's considered another one of these apex predators. Right. Well, they keep up the Godzilla train going on this. Obviously, he's an apex predator. He heard this thing yelling in the background. It's call. So he showed up. He's like, hey, knock it off. You're bugging the world. Yeah. He fights. It's a stalemate. Ghidorah runs away after he Godzilla falls God knows well, where. Well, I mean, also you have to remember you have to remember about the giant the giant jet and the giant jet fleet that was going around and everything else. Oh yeah, Monarch's jet fleet. Yeah. So you, yeah. So so they got the Blackbird from X Men. <laughs> well, I mean, it was it was pretty fucking big. Yeah, it was. It was like it had, I don't know if it's actually feasible <laughs> with physics, but whatever. Yeah. It was like the Shield Helicarrier, but only stealth bomber version. Right. Yeah, and no, I mean, like I said, it was you know, it, it, there was there was a whole bunch of stuff, and then yeah, like that storms running around, and yeah, well, well I'm sorry, the with Ghidra, Ghidra, yes. So he's running around, you know, he's doing all that, and he's waking up all these other, all these other ones. You well, know, Mothra's there. You no, know, it didn't really make what Mothra. Mothra, Mo- they, yeah, at Mo- that time, she went into a cocoon. Oh yeah, that's right. Rodan got woke up by those fucking terrorists. Right. And, like, that was one of the coolest parts of the fucking movie was when Rodan woke up because he just showed how much fucking damage it did just by flying. <laughs> right. That was the that, that, that was the fire one. Right? That, oh, yeah. It was that a pteranodon. Like, yeah. That was, like, and all he was fire. In, he was in that Mexican mountain. Yes. <laughs> Olay. <laughs> and, like, Ghidra came there, and, like, he was going to – Rodan fought it and got his ass kicked. And then, apparently, when it comes to, like, rules of being a giant monster – if you lose, you serve whoever beat your ass. <laughs> it's kind of an unspoken rule. It is, yeah. It's a true story. You're not going to be like, I'm going to fight you again and get beat up all over again or die. Right. It's the old, uh, if you can't beat them, join them. Right. Yep. So, but during this time, it had one of the coolest like jump things. It, did, it made me, it startled me, but it didn't scare me. Is after Rodan got knocked the fuck out, Ghidorah is going to take out you know a giant stealth bomber ship. Well, I mean, that's, yeah, because that's why I mentioned it, because, you know, there had to be a little bit of mention of that giant ship. Because, yeah. Because, I mean, at that point, I believe that they were chasing it, and then he got sick of being chased. Yes. So then he was uh, like, hey, all fuck right, you. <laughs> I'm done with this gigantic jet that shouldn't be flying because it's just too freaking big. Right. So so, he go, so Ghidorah's going to de- destroy him after they're trying to evacuate their people that got fucked up during this battle. And Godzilla jumps out of the water, which I thought was one of the coolest fucking scenes. Right. And rips off its middle fucking our head. Now, mind you, it's a three-headed dragon. Rips off its middle head. And it is fight. And, you know, the U.S. government, instead of just learning, from, like, what happened three years before, they're like, oh, yeah, we got this weapon. We're going to shoot it at both of them. And I'm like, yeah, because that always works, too. Right. So they shoot it at him. Almost kills Godzilla. Has no effect on Ghidorah. Right. And Ghidorah's yeah. head grows back. <laughs> right, because they probably gave it a bunch of radiation. and Yeah, yeah, so. That's how those things work. And it's always, you know what I notice? It's the same fucking general each time. And each of these making the bad decisions well, in every one of these movies. Okay, it's not the same guy. It's basically the same character. The guy that's like, just blow everything up. Yeah. <laughs> let's, just, let's just blow everything well, up. And during all the shenanigans... You find out that the the doctor, the female doctor, the, the estranged doctor, is actually working with the terrorists because 
reasons. She never gave a good fucking reason. Well, I mean, she just believed. She believed in the Lannister way. <laughs> and Millie Bobby Brown's like, you're a monster. Right. Oh, my God. And then she didn't use her cool, you know, um, psychokinesis from Stranger Things on her. She just... She ended up stealing the um, the monster talker box, aka plot device. Yes, plot device device box. Yes, and took off running. And for some reason, she wanted to draw the monsters to Boston. And at this time, Ghidorah woke everything up, like everybody. Well, right, but I mean, he just really they want. She hated the Boston Bruins just as much as I did. <laughs> so that's why she wanted to do it. She was just and like the Celtics. <laughs> yeah, she was like. You know, fuck TD Garden. TD Garden. <laughs> you know. And at this time, Godzilla go. They um, Monarch finds out where Godzilla is, and he's really hurt. So they decided to go jumpstart him with a nuclear bomb. Yeah, good idea. This is the only time I've seen the nuclear bombs work in in the capacity that they wanted to use them in. So well, they supercharge Godzilla. He pops up out of the water in what is used as the cover for the fucking movie, where he's shooting his breath into the sky. And uh, Mothra wakes up at the same time and is now a moth instead of being a big caterpillar. And, you know, they, they threw this little juxtaposition in there and is like, oh, Mo- Mothra and Godzilla are symbiotic species. They, they benefit each other. Sure. So I've never known a moth benefiting a fucking dinosaur or a lizard or vice versa. But, hey, you know what? I, disbelief. Uh, so anyway. They're friends. So they're friends. Except for, you know, when they fought each other back in the day. Right. Um, so... All the monsters well, that get, goes along with they can't beat them, join them. Exactly. You know, so they they go there. That so Ghidorah gets drawn to that uh, box because Millie Bobby Brown was using the box to calm all the monsters down uh, from like wrecking. Oh everything. yeah, that's right. It was like a monster feeling box. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's hooked on a feeling. There you go. And um, so Ghidorah's like, no, no, this isn't gonna. F- I'm the boss now. So she he, it goes to Boston. To get it, and then Godzilla shows up, and it has a badass fight. And then other monsters join in, like Rodan on the side of Ghidorah and Mothra on the other side. And I was sad to see Mothra die, but Mothra yeah. went out like a champ. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, right before Mothra, you know, bit the big one, she kind of gave him his know, power, enhanced, you know, gave gave extends. Him- <laughs> <laughs> Gave gave it you know its spores or whatever you know, it's moth dust you know moth dust because you, know, you, know, you know when a you know a moth lands on you you get all dusty and it's yeah gross. yeah well, I'm gonna see if I can run through a wall if I fucking have a moth land on me next time right, we're, gonna, we're gonna videotape put it on the I on wanna, the website I want to I want to do that yes so everything happens with help from the U.S. Uh, armies Air Force Mothra. And everything, Godzilla defeats Ghidorah, and he's actually pretty cool how he defeats Ghidorah. He, like, he eats him alive. I mean, and, that's the only way. You mean you got to take him down, right? And all the other monsters show up, and they all acknowledge, like, "Yo, we get it." <laughs> and then you know they do this montage at the end. You know, all, oh, Muda, all the giant titans are going back, and everything's going back to normal. And they they announce that they found another Mothra egg in China and Aww, stuff like that. Yeah. So, it's so happy. It's a circle of life. Yeah. Joe. <laughs> so overall, great movie. Yeah. Um, it was, it was very good. If you like giant monster movies, you should check it out. Yeah, I, I do. I do enjoy, I, I do enjoy giant monster movies. Yes. And now yeah. we're going to go with the most recent one. Yeah. It has the two most recognizable giant monsters in cinema. Got Kong and Godzilla right. duking it out. 
And yeah, this one, this one, uh, this one came out like I think it was like a couple days uh, before or after Easter. Yeah, and then like I spent most of Easter Sunday like watching. Watching all of these movies again. Yeah. And uh, at one point, you know, my wife tells me, she's like, she's like, you know, this is not an Easter movie. And that's when I thought to myself, these are definitely Easter movies. Yes, they are Easter movies. There's a lot of eggs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's eggs. There's, rebirth. Know, yeah, rebirth. It's just, you know, I mean, these. I, I believe that these movies should be considered Easter movies. I agree. Feel, like- feel good, cinematic Easter movies. We're talking about selfless giant monsters putting themselves on the line to protect yeah. you. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 got everything. It's got everything. Yeah. The whole family, very yeah. enjoyable. Um, Back up in your ass with the resurrection. <laughs> <laughs> I always think of uh, Office Space oh, whenever yeah. I hear that song. <laughs> it's a Ghetto Boys song. Yeah, it is. But Godzilla vs. Kong, the fights in this movie were really good. Sure. I liked it. It, it. it showcased both of them and what they're all about. Now, obviously, Godzilla's a powerhouse. Kong doesn't stand a chance if they're just going to fucking start punching each other. Right. So, let's start from the beginning. Well, I mean, I mean, I, I mean, this one's very recent. I don't think we have to do too much. I mean, I, as far as, you know, going through it. Oh, no, we're going we're gonna to give you the uh, bare bones on this. Oh, okay. okay. All right. there, there's a company that salvaged Ghidorah's, one of it, the head that, that Godzilla ripped off. Yep. And was using it to mind link and build a mechanical Godzilla. So Mecha Godzilla is in this movie, and which, he's one of my favorite bad guys. Which, which you know, which is probably the best way to control all of this. Yeah, of course. And, yeah, yeah. Instead of just you know having a pilot inside. I think I think that it was I think it was a uh, I thought it was very very well done. Yes. Yeah. The idea behind the Mecha Godzilla to combat all these you know predators and stuff like that. I thought it was I thought it was great. Right. And um, the thing. With it is is obviously they need to find a power source with this, and they had the whole Hollow Earth theory, and you find out that Monarch had built a uh, a large what containment thing on on Skull Island because the what the storm got bigger and it encompassed the entire island. Yeah, now. so they so they had to like they had to like keep Kong safe so yeah. that so that he wouldn't attract Godzilla. Right, because they realized that he's another alpha. <laughs> right, and. Um, then they find out a way. They're like, hey, "We need Kong to find us so we can get this power source." Now they don't tell. They're not telling anybody. This company's not telling anybody why right. they need this fucking power source. Right. Now this is the same company at the very beginning of the movie got attacked by Godzilla for no fucking reason. And Godzilla has not been a bad guy at all in this all these movies. Yeah, he shows up in Florida <laughs> and he just wrecks this one fucking building and leaves. Right. Well, he, that was the building that they had like the power source and like the, the like the, part of it. Yeah, yeah, part of the power source that was doing that. Yes, and so, it was like harnessing, uh, uh, what's it, uh, Ghidra. Yeah, Ghidra's was, head. Yeah, so, yeah, so I mean, yeah, that, I mean that was fine, but you know they kind of make Kong the bad guy at that point. Now, I mean Godzilla. Yeah, yeah, sorry, Godzilla. Yep. So they make Godzilla the bad <laughs> guy, and, and like, excuse me, sorry. Right. So they want. So then, then they, then they like, oh, Kong can show us how to get to the Hollow Earth. Yeah, this this part that this I agree. This is kind of where it lost me a little bit. This like, part I found stupid because it was like, if they kind of knew the direction, why do they need Kong to to show them where it was? Right, and I just think and, the whole fact that the Earth is hollow in the middle and there's like jungle down there. I I didn't like it when they did they called it an ocean and Aquaman either. Right, but. 
they do that, eh, Kong shows them the way. I thought it was stupid. I did too. Right. And, and they needed him to get through that barrier. Right. But mind you, before they before they were before they got to the Arctic to where they could like go down there. Right. Godzilla found out where he was. He's like, "Hey, you're, yeah. out, you're out of your fucking zone, bro." <laughs> he showed right. up. That was that was actually a pretty badass fight. It was a great fight. He was jumping from uh, aircraft carrier to aircraft carrier, fighting him. And I I loved it, the opening thing when Kong just fucking socked him in the face. Right. And I was like, "Good for you." But the Godzilla falls in the water. He's like, "Oh, fuck me, no, fuck you." I'm, he shot his fucking beam right up through the ship. Right. So, yeah, I mean that 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 was a, that was a pretty good fight, and th- at that point, at that point, they like pulled him up into the air, right? Yeah, they and they then, airlifted and then him. They, they airlifted him off, and then well, yeah, they knew they couldn't get him by water anymore because Godzilla kicked his ass. Like they said, he's gonna die. <laughs> we need to do something. Right? There was there's just <laughs> something about you know a gigantic primate you know drowning since <laughs> since, since like realistically, I I don't think apes can swim. Peta. Was well, livid. Oh, okay. Peter was livid. Oh, I don't see. I don't. Anything. I don't pay attention to that shit. No, I don't either. Um, I they were mad joking. about something that wasn't real. No, I'm just joking. Oh, um, okay. So, <laughs> so anyway, they lift him to the Arctic. He leaves him to the Hollow Earth. Yeah. Down there, he sees a giant throne. Okay, this is the part where I get lost a little bit too. Yeah, this is this part kind of. He's down. He finds a giant fucking axe. <laughs> like, right. so they made axes down there. And there's thrones and shit like well, that. You have to remember. You have to remember in in Skull Island. You know they they did the thing where you know he was the last of his race. There used to be a bunch of them. Right, right. So, so it was an yeah. extension. So they actually yeah. went up to the surface. Right. To get away from what was killing them down there. Right. So anyway, at that time, Godzilla shows up in Hong Kong, going after more of the shenanigans that these assholes are trying to do, and you find out they're trying to make Mechagodzilla to replace him. Right. Mind you, Godzilla has not done anything all that bad. He hasn't attacked people for no fucking reason. Just them. Just them. So he goes there, and at that time... Oh, yeah, about, I forgot about the hover cars that they were using to fly through there. Yeah. Yeah, this, whatever. That's what I was saying. Like, yeah. why, did, why did they need... If they had King Kong, why didn't they just keep flying the hover cars down the thing. They didn't need that. Right. So they get, like, a portion of the stuff that's in the Hollow Earth that could power Godzilla, and they transmit it to power up Mechagodzilla, you know? Uh, yeah. And at the time, you find out that the corporate, the company's actually the bad guys. I mean, there's this whole subplot with Millie Bobby Brown and some weird, like, some weird janitor that's, like, does podcasts about conspiracy theories. Yeah. About about everything going on. They're like, oh, Godzilla's a good guy. I'm like, yeah, we all know this. <laughs> so right. anyway. Um, and at that moment, Kong gets the axe. Godzilla stops what he's doing. He just blows a hole right through the fucking, to the center of the earth with his breath. Then you got a new well, fight. of course. Yeah. Then you got a new fight. It's round two. Kong's got an axe. Right. And they fight. And you find out that that axe absorbs Godzilla's breath. Right. So I mean it was it made perfect sense why they made it. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Because even though they're giant monkeys, they know all about engineering and shit like that. For sure. Got it. So round two, I'll give it to Kong because he used the axe and knocked them both down. Right. They both get back up and round three happens, like immediately, right? And I liked round three because it it had Kong dupe Godzilla. Like he threw a rock and Godzilla like 
turned around to look at it, and Kong jumped on his back and started smashing him in the face. And I'm like, that's good. He knows hit and run. But then he got hit by the breath. And then, what was it? How did it end, Joe? How did that end? That fight end? Uh, I believe that was like uh, with the uh, deflection from the axe, right? No, it was the, round two ended with the deflection from the axe. Round three ended with Godzilla standing on Kong's fucking chest, yelling in his face. Oh, like, yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah, I fucking showed you. He's like, so, you like that? Yeah, he showed him. He's like, he's like, you go back to your fucking island or you go somewhere else. You're not, this is not your zone. Right. Um. So Kong's knocked the fuck out. Now, he almost beat him to death, but Godzilla kind of just let him go at that point. He didn't, he didn't like, murder him. It was weird. It was like they kind of, like, you know, they needed each other. <laughs> and at that moment... The power source got installed, uh, installed in the Mecha Godzilla, and he showed up and he started whipping Godzilla's ass, right. which I think we all saw this coming. Mecha Godzilla shows up, he starts fucking Godzilla up. They realize they got to jumpstart Kong's heart before he dies, and they use like the ship, the hub, one of those hover ships, to fucking give him like well, like one of those heart paddle fucking things. It's called a automatic defibrillator. A defibrillator. That's you what would it is. know that if you were CPR certified. If I was, yes, you're yeah, which right. I am. Oh, yeah. very nice. Yeah, just in case. Joe Cougar, CPR certified. There you go. So they jumpstart Kong. He grabs the axe. Guess what? We got Godzilla and King Kong versus Mecha Godzilla. Right. And, Outstanding. And they use teamwork and the power of friendship to defeat Mecha Godzilla. Yeah. And yeah, I, yeah. yeah and the movie ended with Kong going to the middle of the earth to hollow world and Godzilla showing everybody up top, but he's still the fucking man. That's right. Um, good movie. Not the best in the series. I think the best in the series was the King Kong. I was Godzilla King of Monsters. Followed by Skull Island. And yeah. then the then Godzilla and Godzilla vs. Kong. Yeah, so they were all out of order for you, huh? Like, just for what I enjoyed more, you right. know? And, but all of them I liked. Yeah. I can't see. There hasn't been a bad entry. Like I said, on Easter, I celebrate the whole collection. <laughs> <laughs> um, so was that your only gripe about Godzilla vs. Kong? I mean, like, I, I would like to see more of the other monsters. I mean, you led with your two, um, you know, iconic ones, and you brought in some other stuff like Rod- Rodan and Mothra. But I mean, would you have liked to see like like new additions or things like that? Yeah, I I mean, like the I, I can't remember what its name was, but that uh, there one of the old ones there was that like turtle that was like Gamera. Doing, yeah, that was doing gymnastics. And yeah, stuff like that. Gamera, and yeah. they had that one. I mean, I, like I, a dog. I, yeah, I mean there there there's tons of them. Yeah, and um, there's there's still stuff going on in Japan right now. Like they're still doing Godzilla movies that are actually pretty damn good. Like Shin Godzilla, check that out if you haven't seen it. Yeah, they're, I mean I, I've seen a few here and there. They're pretty good. Yeah, Comet's good for showing those. <laughs> so, but no, um, we have to say MonsterVerse is really good. Um, they, I they, like it. I, I I think it's. I think they should keep going with it. Absolutely. So. I mean, they don't crack. They they don't crank them out with regularity of like Marvel and DC. But I mean, like. It's kind of hard to craft a giant monster movie as opposed to you got a bunch of comic books that give you your fucking storyboards right there. Yeah. These actually require, like, writing from the ground up. Well, they said they said uh, this month uh, it was stated by Max Borenstein that there will be new in- new interesting installments coming. Outstanding. Due, due to the uh, success of Godzilla vs. Uh, Kong, and they were trying to say that uh, it'll be with less human influence uh, and to really characterize the creatures. 
Right. So I, I as think, it should be. I, I people, think I think a bunch of good stuff's coming. I don't go to see a Godzilla movie to, about fucking romance. I go there to fucking see giant monsters. Yeah, man. I mean it's all about Easter. It's all about Easter. <laughs> <laughs> dying eggs. Yeah. Watching radioactive uh, dinosaurs I'm fight you, man. fucking three-headed dragons. I'm telling you. <laughs> next Easter. Just we're gonna watch, do it. Just we're, watch them all, man. We're gonna do that. We're gonna live stream the MonsterVerse. <laughs> but anyway, guys, hey, we want to thank you for uh, joining us with this outside edition of the Broken Battery Pop Culture yeah, Podcast. Yeah, we probably probably won't do this again. We probably won't do because Bunko comes <laughs> once a year. Yes. <laughs> so, anyway, want to thank you again. Please like and subscribe. Follow us on social media. Watch yeah. us on Rumble, YouTube, yeah. Facebook. Pound that thumbs up sign. Become a member of the Battery Pack. Yeah, We'd love to have you, know, you. Like I said, eventually maybe we might start getting paid for this shit. Yes, I agree. Yeah. But anyway, you guys have a good one. Yep. Stay off the pipe. Don't forget to wipe. <laughs>